0: Ever like Sasquatch
1: like, came in there it was like no. booming and Jeff's no. just like this little like it sounds like Tia clap.
0: No, dude. All right, my wife is sitting right here, and she gave me the death stare because that clap was so fucking loud. All right.
1: Why is your wife sitting right there? She's working. Why didn't she, she say her? she works way more than I do? In the same room. Yeah,
0: in the office, in the crypto garage. The crypto.
2: crypto. <laughs> I would wait,
0: really... wait, wait, wait. I want to change that. Let's call it the vault, the crypto vault. That's what I'm going to call the it.
1: Crypto
2: vault. I would really like to know how the math actually works out there between the cost of all the stuff, the cost of the electricity, mm-hmm. and the cooling of the house in the summertime compared to what it makes.
0: Yeah, well, I didn't have as much going in the summertime. I've built it up kind of over the holidays, so it wasn't this hot in the summertime. I'll have to address that when we get there. <laughs> but as of right now, it's nice because it heats
1: the house. Yeah. All right. Welcome back to the Hip Factor. <laughs> This is the Hit Factor in 2022. This is our first recorded episode of the new year. Uh, we've just wrapped up Christmas, and it's actually been a few weeks since our chat with uh, Brian from Hunter's HD Gold. Mm-hmm. So, first off, uh, what are you guys drinking tonight? Well, I know that Jeff is... What do you got, Jeff, and your little copper... What is that thing?
0: I am drinking water out of a
1: a copper water
0: bottle deal that I got for Christmas.
1: Oh, yeah. This is our first. Uh, we are going to. This is going to be on YouTube if Jeff can figure out how to put it on YouTube. So mm-hmm. this will be our first actually video to go out. So you guys get to see Jeff's weird little copper mug. And uh, I'm not going to make any comments about it further than that. But you were going to say it was got- phallic, weren't you? Nope. Wasn't going to do it. You were, I, saw I was it. not, I was not going to do it. Uh, I don't know. I don't know why it, you would come to that assumption, Jeff, that you would, that, that you would think I would describe it in that manner. Uh, there's definitely no way I would do that. So, okay. So you have water. What's, what's up with that?
0: It's uh it's dry January. So no alcohol for January.
1: So, are you af- like afraid that you're an alcoholic? No, it was really it was the wife's idea, and I. Just, oh, so she thinks you're an alcoholic.
0: Maybe, but I just <laughs> she, she she brought it up, and I was like, "Eh, maybe it's a good opportunity to prove to myself that I'm not an alcoholic." So, let's do this. She also wanted Bad. to do no dairy, but dairy's
1: like fifty percent of my diet, so
0: oh, not doing geez. that.
1: If my wife suggested that, like she could sleep on the couch that night, like <laughs> I'm not, I'm not giving up my milk. That's just not happening. So yeah, Cascade. by January, drinking water. Okay, I mean that's probably healthy.
2: I'm having lemonade because I've been sick, so I've not been drinking alcohol this last week. Well, that's that's sad for both of you guys.
1: Uh, <laughs> I actually have, I I have. Well, we can show that. Since we can show it on video now, that's cool. Uh, I have eggnog. I have my last bit of eggnog from Christmas leftovers. Just like, well, I'll, I'll finish that off tonight. So I got all the dairy and the sugar and the alcohol all in one glorious cup of very rich, dense juice.
0: Oh, my good. goodness. Sounds so
1: good. You're jealous of that, aren't you? Yes, I am. You got that big eggnog all right, stash so, going on. Uh, Job, good Christmases. I did. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was. It was was good. It was a lot of fun.
1: I got everything my heart desired. Y'all not hear me?
2: I can hear you. I don't know. Hear me? What's wrong with Jeremy?
1: What's Jeremy doing?
0: He's like staring into the abyss.
2: I don't
0: know. Okay, well we'll be back in a minute. Jared, tell me about your Christmas.
2: Well I didn't do too much so uh, you know worked uh oh well, Christmas was like a Saturday, right? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I think I had like Christmas Eve and Christmas and like through the Monday off. So went and spent some time with my family back home. Nice. Uh, but otherwise didn't do too much.
0: Yeah, but you went home for the holidays? I did. Or, do you, you can st- still consider, like, your parents' home, home?
2: Yeah, that's where I'm from. Right? Really? Where I grew up, yeah. Interesting. Okay.
0: Well, did you get all the socks and underwear you needed? Every pair. Good. Good,
2: good, good. I did get some of those uh, Apple AirTags, those little trackers. Oh, yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, I wanted to, I wanted one for my range bag to see how it tracks when I'm flying. Oh, yeah, that would
0: be interesting. Mm, yeah, that would be good. Cool. I got uh, the uh, stop box stuff. You've seen those? The guy that designed them was, uh, he used to do a lot of competitive shooting, which is why I started following him like a long time ago, probably like four or five years ago. I started following him on social media because he was a limited shooter and he did a lot of shooting. And then he he kind of quit shooting for a while. And then when he came back on the scene, like a year or two later, he had started this company uh, called Stopbox USA. And Not
2: familiar with it at all. Yeah. What do they, so make? they
0: make like security boxes for like your pistol. Oh, yeah, it yeah. sits on your nightstand. And uh, it's got like the cool. pink finger locks you know it's like you you set the combination for your fingers it's all mechanical there's no electronics in it and uh you like squeeze it with the pattern that you designate to flip it open and grab your gun and they've got a chamber lock for an ar and a shotgun too so i got the stop box for the pistol and then i got the the chamber lock for the ar too um so those are cool i was excited to get those and it's also cool to support somebody who I started following because of the sport. That was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, th- those are awesome like they don't like there's they don't secure your gun like from theft. Like that they're, they're not for that at all. It's it's basically so like if you have little kids or something like that, they cannot it's a way for you to easily access your weapon but <laughs> they can't access it. Right? Like yeah. it's it, like they're not going to figure it out at least not i mean not easily i won't say they can't figure it out but not easily
0: yeah to do it like quickly you gotta have like a pretty strong hand i think yeah uh, to do it quickly like if you you know if, if you had time you you could do it with two hands and figure it out but but yeah it's pretty cool so i'm excited about that and my copper water bottle yeah that's that's a cool water bottle very thank cool you. thank you
1: Thank
0: yeah jeremy what did you guys do for the holidays
1: uh we stayed home uh my brother came up and i cooked he well he bought it but i cooked uh beef tenderloin and that was kind of cool actually my favorite part of it some people are gonna my brother got kind of mad because there are kind of some end pieces and he wanted me to just fold it over and like wrap it in a string and and cooked, smoked the whole thing. But I said, I don't want to do that. So I chopped off like the little end trimming pieces and then I cubed them up real small and lightly battered them and fried them just kind of as like little appetizer pieces. And man, that was so good. Like you don't really think mm. of frying beef tenderloin because it's like you don't want to chicken fry it. But having yeah. just like the small trimmings of it is like a half a pound, maybe, maybe three quarters of a pound. Uh, kind of all, it was, that was good. Uh, it was really good so i was i was happy with that my kid got gobs of toys from everybody Uh, i mean it's just like i mean it's just like toys central right like everybody wants to get them toys and that's fine we just got to get rid of other old toys so that there's room i got him a well it kind of came from santa but i got him like he like the day before christmas he started walking around with like an extension cord and using it like a like a rope, like a lasso. Yeah. And so I was like, well, I guess that's a good idea. So I should go get him one. So I went to a, I mean, I live in Texas. There's like, like westerns, like a saddle shop store, and they literally have a wall, like a ten foot wall that's nothing but ropes. It's like, like ten feet of it, like. And so they had like these little kitty ropes that are, I don't know, it's like twenty feet long, but it's like pretty loose and limp and, and. He, He's been terrorizing everything he can with that. <laughs> is the dog getting roped? Uh the dog has been roped, yes. Um the funnest thing was actually he likes to get roped and so then like you rope him and then he acts like he's a wild bull or a horse and he just <laughs> like he's like on all fours on the floor, just going absolute nuts. It's it's hilarious. Um at least it is to me. I I think other people would find it funny, but I don't know. Like it's always funny, like some people think your kids are really cool, but most most of the time they don't think they're people don't think they're as cool as you think they are. Yeah, but that's OK. Uh, yeah, that's true. I we just got back from here. a ski trip and that was fun. It was his first time. He's three. He just turned three. And so I, I skied with him for like three days uh, mm. and that was pretty fun. Nice. Did he do pretty good? Uh, yeah. I mean, like, it's, it's a weird sensation, like, to just slide and not really have control of what you're doing. And so, like, so there are moments where he's kind of, like, freaking out, like, hey, this is weird. This is new. Um, but then, but then other times he's, he was great and had lots of fun with it. Um, so. Awesome. And there went my Internet connection. Again, I can still so see
0: I can you. you. I can still see you.
2: We can still see you.
0: I mean, I can still hear you. You, you're frozen. Um. Okay. You want to? Let's let's go ahead and dive into our primary topic here that we've been skirting around for weeks, months, uh, which is the B O D. Yes, so I'm sure everyone's aware of all the the drama that's been going on. Um, and the... Uh, it's just like a giant picture of our current political system. I don't know. It's just really weird how these things work and everything looks the same. Uh, anyway, the, the US, USPSA BOD has been doing some some questionable things by most people's standards um and a lot of people are talking about it ben has been going freaking crazy on it uh i gotta say like this has probably been the most entertaining stint of like I've been following Ben since I started shooting. Like he's like the very first person I found. Right. Uh, Like this may be the most entertaining of the last five years um, to follow Ben. He's just been going nuts. Um, Yeah. Anyway, what are y'all's thoughts on this? Who would like to go first?
1: Let's hear Jared's thoughts on it. I'm sure he has a lot to say.
2: (laughs) Well, well, I'm sticking with same as what I said earlier and that the board members that I've met and know I like, I can disagree with uh, the approach that we've had on things. I think uh, it's a mistake that we haven't had a special election yet. And I don't agree with trying to change the bylaws uh, early on. I really don't think anybody on the board has got some evil plan to, to do it. I think, I think they legitimately believe they're trying to do something to, for the best reasons. I just don't agree with the approach, but like you said, it's a good example of our entire political climate in the U.S. is that it, it got so far in the weeds so quickly that it doesn't matter what either side has to say. Both sides are completely entrenched and don't care.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that that was a very grown up way of saying it,
1: Jared. Like I'll be I'll be honest like the the BOD's actions like they don't make sense to me. <coughs> like they like they straight up don't make sense because I mean J- I mean Jared you said like you think that they're doing what they think is best for the sport but like like if there's this weird power grab that they're like they're trying to grab this power because they're afraid that they're afraid of Hopkins is going to come in and then then if Hopkins gets elected president then Ben will have power through Hopkins uh yeah. to to ruin the sport which like if you think that then you don't actually know Matt Hopkins very well cuz like Matt and Ben are buddies but Matt is not Ben's whipping boy like he's not like Ben's errand boy uh like Matt is a very smart guy that is going to think for himself uh, who has been very invested in this sport for a very long time? Uh, and I don't like I can't think of somebody that I would trust more in this sport to be a caretaker of the sport. Um, I wish she was my area director. Uh, so, like with that being yeah. said, like the the moves that the board is making to to reduce the president, the office of the president, the power of that, um, and then also like they're going to make all these changes to the bylaws and then within those changes they're going to make it a lot harder to change the bylaws it's like it's so it's so strange from a nonprofit. they're in a non they're in non-paid positions i don't understand the moves that they're making it it simply doesn't make sense to me um yeah so it's it's weird like i'll say like i did send a letter like if if you guys have not seen on our social media i did send a letter to my area director and all the other area directors um that's been i don't know it's at least 10 days i'd have to go back and look at the timestamp, but it's been at least 10 days as of when we're recording this and i got one canned response from area eight which i live in area four that was the only response it just said thank you for your input or something like that that was that was it
0: yeah it was uh
1: like thank you for including me on this message to your area director yes that's what it was yeah yeah, yeah. that's what it was and and so then i posted that i put as a screen, screenshot of that to our social media page and my area director then felt the need <laughs> to go in and make a sarcastic comment onto that rather than actually respond to the email um and like i'm Quite frankly, I'm done with my area director. Uh, I don't think Chad Stanton needs to be an area director uh, anymore in the future. Um, Like, if that's how he feels about it, like, he just thinks it's, it's great and it's funny. And if he cannot take criticism, because that's all I can see is that he cannot, like, he is incapable of taking any sort of criticism, then, like, you're in the wrong position. Like, you shouldn't be in that position. And there's been other, like, there's been other weird things where Chad has made up lies about stuff that Matt has said. And like you go back and watch the videos that Chad references, and it's like, uh, no, he, that's that's not what Matt said. Like you're just making up lies uh, to try to make yourself look better. And like, I don't have any patience for that. Um, I know you guys, may maybe you guys are buddies with Chad, and that's fine. Um, he he, I'm sure he's a great guy, but I don't think he needs to be in that position anymore. Yeah,
0: I mean it, it's it's exactly like what what jared was saying right it's like you don't really oh damn that was loud um it's like you don't uh, you don't really have a, a problem with these guys individually you know um mm-hmm. or uh personally but i think what it is is uh, i don't know my opinion is that this is uh these, these positions have become increasingly political. Uh, and this is like the first time USA PSA has been this polarized and political yeah. since I've been in it anyway. Like maybe in the past it has been. But it has obviously never been as big as it is now. And, you know, as things grow, they become more polarizing and political because there's more people with more opinions. And I, you know, I think we're just we're starting to see who's good at politics and who's not uh and uh, yeah so i i just think who we've got in there right now you know when they when they got in there it wasn't really a, a super political thing and and now it is way more so and and like jeremy said like there's just some weird weird stuff going on yeah it just really feels like uh you know whether this is true or not it does feel like oh Matt's coming in here, he's going to do something we don't want, so let's do this thing. And I think they kind of thought they could get away with it because it hasn't been this political in the past. And and now people are freaking out about it because they just straight up ignored the bylaws and decided they were going to change them. It's like, well, what's the freaking point of having bylaws Yeah. Uh, if, if you're just going to completely ignore them and rewrite them when you're supposed to follow them? like it's horrendous Uh, (laughs) it's 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 terrible
1: yeah and i like well first i'll be the first to say like i i hate the i hate the drama like i freaking hate drama like it's not something that i like to have i don't want it in our sport like i i hate it like there are people that are like we're losing people who've been involved in the sport because they're like yeah i don't want to deal with this anymore like there's just too much drama but As far as how it became political, because the first seven years I was involved in the sport, maybe five or six years, like it was not this, it was not this political. I mean, like there was, yeah, you had some drama, like when Phil was president, uh, and then obviously the drama that came in with Foley being president, uh, and we can kind of go into some of that stuff. But honestly, it's become so political in the last couple of years because they have made so many changes to the sport. Like it, it used to not be like the BOD was nobody really cared who the BOD was because they weren't changing the bylaws every two months. They weren't adding new divisions and changing division rules every six months. Like they weren't, they weren't making all these massive changes to sport. The BOD was basically, Hey, you go run your area match. And then every once in a while you might have to make some sort of day-to-day decision about the organization but there wasn't like all this is just massive changes all the time. And then here with here in the last few years, like they've just felt we got to make all these changes to this sport. Uh, and anytime you're going to make massive changes to a sport that's been somewhat steady for the, like, I mean, the sport has always been evolving, but it had been somewhat steady for quite a while. And you're all of a sudden making all these changes like you're going to you're going to polarize people especially whenever you make those changes and you get zero input from anybody before you make those changes yeah other than your your yes men around you right like i mean i i guess at least before they made these massive changes to the bylaws like it's crazy to me how much they like they literally are just rewriting the whole sport without what they're doing with the bylaws it's it's crazy to me how many changes they're making uh, it's not like, Hey, can we just make one change at a time? And then like, let's, cause like, if you're trying to make a comment on it, what do you, unless you got four hours to sit down and comment on every single change that they made, like you can't even address everything. Um, and, and at least they, I guess at least they open it up for a comment period this time. Cause I think that they've been fairly lambasted, uh, with, Hey, you're doing all these changes and we don't have our, we don't have the representation in a president that we should have. We don't, we don't have an elected president. Uh, and, and I'm sorry, but they are way out of line to make all these massive changes to the sport without the members having adequate representation there.
0: Yeah. And you know, they would, they would argue that our representation is our, our area director, which
1: that that is, is one. True. But the president is also an elected position, so he is also our representative too, and he has a vote on the board.
0: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're uh, doing crazy stuff. Crazy talk. Uh, so the, the two the two main things being making the presidential position a a part-time position that is
1: not a president anymore right is that what it is basically the yeah they, they've they removed a lot of the powers of the presidential office and they're, they're and this is what they've proposed and and it's been a it's been a minute since i've read it so i'm not going to get everything right and they then they would making a, a managing director or um some sort of other director that they would appoint somebody into that would have really the, the managing powers of the sport and the presidential position is you organize like the president's position is to organize nationals and to travel to all of the national and um, world events that USPSA is a part of within the U S and world shoots outside of it. I think, I think Matt said he added up, it was like over 72 days of travel
2: um it's an awful lot for a part-time job
1: yeah for a part-time job like that's that makes it impossible to have another job like that so they've they've made that they've neutered that position to the point that you have to be there's the only way you can take that is if basically you're retired like that's that's basically and yeah. so which the problem is like they they're making to me it's like you're you're screwing over the organization for the future, like because you want. You're trying to keep one person out. Like they're just trying to just like it seems very obvious. Maybe this is not the case, but it seems very obvious that they made that position such that oh Matt Hopkins won't want to apply for this now. Like, I mean that's I I can't after reading the was it Bruce one, uh, was he the one that had the leaked email about we got to get all this stuff changed before Hopkins get in. I can't remember which it was one of the Bruce Bruce's right. Uh, And it's like, whenever you have that come out, like we've got to make all these changes before Matt gets in. And then all of a sudden you see all these changes come out. It's like, okay, well we have to kind of take you at your word uh, at this point that, that you're making all these changes to the sport to keep out the person that the majority of the sports probably would elect as president uh that that seems very disingenuous to me
2: and and that's why it it comes back to there might not be a problem with wanting to make these changes the problem is making these changes without an elected president yeah trying to push these through quickly without member feedback i mean thankfully they they did push out their proposed changes and give us a chance to respond to them which uh i'm sure both of you did the same but like i went through them and i actually made notes on the changes what i didn't like and what was okay and sent it back to all the area directors as well as the president
1: and did you get a new response i did
2: my area director replied to me
1: so matt hopkins replied to you
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Did>. yeah <laughs> i i think most people probably already know this but it, it's a little funnier because I do work with Matt, so we work at the same place. So you talk to him on a very regular basis.
1: Yeah, yeah, you have um, a lot of access to your to your area director.
2: I do, I do. Uh, but one thing that I that stood out to me on all of it too was that I I like to think on the positive side that they're it's not all uh, instantly going to you know evil plans here or anything. I think they're just, they made a mistake with Foley and they're swinging way too far to the other side to try to prevent it from happening again. But they are I read it like they're swinging back to the issues they had with the last ED with Kim. Right. And where they really need to end up is somewhere in the middle. But the way everything's been approached is everybody's at each other's throats. There is no middle ground right now. And like you said, the drama has gotten pretty... Uh, over the top yeah
1: so i mean so to me at that point like if if that's where we're at like everybody's so polarized then let's let's just put a hold on making any changes right now because nobody's if no if that's the case then nobody's thinking clearly so then let's let's put a hold on on making any changes let's let's run our election in a timely manner like should have already happened we still don't even know when it's going to happen uh let's go ahead and get that done and let's kind of get get the organization back to stable again um you know like that's that's the thing like they they're trying to they're trying to put everything on Foley like hey we've got to change this because Foley Foley ran off the rails they were lockstep with Foley the whole way like like they 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 gave him like they rewrote Foley's job to look like it was they gave him all the incentives that they gave him they all the bonuses that they gave him uh <laughs> like and they have yet to take any ownership of that um they're just trying to blame it all on foley and quite frankly yeah maybe foley was the wrong person for the job i think we can probably all agree that he probably was the wrong person for the job but the board also poorly managed him like like they didn't they did not manage him the way that they should have uh maybe if they had managed him properly maybe he could have been maybe he could have at least fi- finished his term and not had to get kicked out uh but they didn't they didn't do that and that may be that may be a, a step too far um <laughs> i think so but i think so <laughs> but like yeah like it wasn't better like i don't know if people remember when kim was the executive director like it wasn't exactly good then like Like that was, that was pretty well a disaster as well. Uh, we had a question asking about like our reactions to, uh, the, uh, Ben's podcast with, uh, Strader. He had a, they had a long conversation with Strader. Um, and like there were like Strader got beat up quite a bit when he was president. Like there were, there were issues, but it was a part-time, it was, again, it was a part-time position that required full-time attention and he didn't have it like he has he has a family he's got two a wife and two kids at least two kids maybe he's got three i don't know um i know he's got at least two kids i think two boys sorry phil if you listen to this and i got it wrong like (laughs) he lives in like Uh, new england or something so who cares uh but like like he was not being compensated for a full-time position they're asking to do to work as as if it's a full-time position and it's like well, yeah, he's not going to be able to do a good job. Like, how do you expect him to do a good job? Um, and yet, I think if, if Phil had been able to give his full attention to to that job, like, I think he could have been really, really good at it. Because um, I think he's done well at his job at SIG. Uh, you know, Phil had some Phil had some ideas for the sport, which were a bit polarizing as far as, you know, like wanting to – like he wanted to get the sport more mainstream. He, he kind of wanted to, he was in that kind of wanting to have the push to be it, to get it to like an Olympic type sport. Uh, he was kind of, he was kind of in, in step with that. I think, I don't think I'm overstepping my bounds there. Uh, like he wanted to buy USSA in Tulsa cause it was, it became available, um, around the time that he was president and he, he wanted to buy it as a, to be a central sp- headquarters for our sport. And, yeah, there were there was some polarization there that some people would be like, no, we don't want that, and some people, would, yeah, we do want that. But but otherwise, like he was he was trying to do good stuff for the sport. And when he got pushback on those things, like they didn't they didn't buy USSA. It's not like he just said, well, this was my agenda, so we're gonna do this. Uh, he's he got a bunch of pushback. It's like, okay, I guess we won't do that. Um, even though that was that was what he wanted to do. it, it he kind of realized, hey, that's not what everybody else wants to do, so we can't, we shouldn't do that. Um, and so then, then you end up with Foley, and we overpay somebody who's well under, way underqualified, and mm. obviously somebody with rage issues that just doesn't know how to treat people with respect.
2: Yeah, for well, sure. Yeah. I think mean, I think one of the more important parts there, though, is that even back then it was not a part-time position and I don't want to see it go back to part time position even if we even if we do need a second type of office managing position or something I do think the president should be a full time position I don't it doesn't have to pay insane money but it has to pay enough that someone can do it as a full time job
1: Yes yeah.
2: yeah
0: And I just think it's good for an organization like this to have to have a representative to have a face that is that's fully invested, you know? Um, I don't know, just having saying that the president of an organization this big is a, a part time employee. I don't know, it, it just seems very <laughs> uh, un unprofessional to me. Um,
2: I, I don't see anyone could do it as a part time position. Like, I mean, I, I don't have kids or anything. And even between between my work, if I was trying to do that part-time for 20 or 30 hours a week or whatever it would actually take like i would not have any more time i wouldn't even have time to shoot yeah it's just i mean it's just an insane when you think about it
1: but it is yeah. most of
2: most of us are working by the time you count commuting to and from work and stuff most of us are working you know probably closer to 50 hours a week we're gone or more but you had another 20 or 30 for that you know it's 10 hours a day yeah to get to be a lot
1: yeah absolutely uh and all it all it does is it it just removes power from the membership like that that's all it does by by weakening that position moves power from the membership because it's not like they don't have the money to pay for a full-time president look at all the positions that they've paid but i mean we have a social media director making six figures that has zero background in social media and he's the only thing—the only thing that I see that he does in social media is that he just reposts anything that anybody else posts. Like it's not like he's producing any content; it's just posting any video that anybody else posts. I'm just gonna repost it. Uh, like, okay, like, I mean, I guess that's one way to do it, but not exactly a six-figure job. No. Uh, for what's being done there, like, there's then there's several positions at headquarters like that that are like. Okay, this seems like we're probably overpaying some positions here that yeah. I don't know like was this just somebody's buddy like that they needed a hire, that they wanted to hire uh you know seems um, it's, it's kind of strange
2: i won't I won't jump too far though into the the actual positions that have job roles at headquarters like uh the i t guy I know a a qualified i t professional is gonna be expensive, especially where they're headquartered out of. And he, do, he is doing a lot in the backside that we might not necessarily see. Like with the updates to the website for, you know, oh, doing, uh, renewing your membership and stuff like that. I mean, that stuff, I think it all falls under his plan, of things he's doing. So, And I, I don't know what they're paying him, but you start talking the state of Washington, a qualified IT guy is probably a six-figure job anywhere if it's, Anything above like, you know, entry level stuff.
1: Does our website really require anything more than like a contract to like, hey, go set up our website and then okay, now it's set up. Like the website's uh, not exactly great. And I mean I wouldn't doubt that the
0: organization has enough going on IT wise for for that position to be busy.
2: Yep. I, I don't I don't I don't wanna to jump to a conclusion that it's you know not pay there's not this paid too much or anything Is what i'm saying i think there's a lot more on the back end that we don't see there
1: yeah and like i mean if we have the money we're a non-profit like if we have the money and you can hire somebody that's qualified to to do a job and do it really well like i have no problem with that but it's it's also but it's weird that like It'd be one thing if, if the organization was struggling financially, like, hey, we just cannot pay a president this much. Like, we just cannot, like, we're going, we're, like, we can't afford to pay him that much. So we got, we have to go part time. That is not the position that USPSA is in. Uh, it's purely political.
2: Oh, and I would, you know, we're talking about like paying the president. I would personally say, like I said, it should pay enough that someone to do it as a full time job, but it shouldn't pay so much that there's a ton of underqualified people that are like, This would be a really good job. Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't think it should it probably shouldn't pay a hundred and fifty or sixty K a year. That's that's to the point where people who probably aren't really good for it would start going after it just because of the pay. Or if it was paying, say like a hundred, someone who's gonna be good for the job would be treating it like a position of service.
1: I mean the yeah, the pay scale i mean that's inter- it's very interesting what the pay scale is uh and and how how bonus is structured and stuff like that uh like I'm okay with the president making money like like if you get somebody that's well qualified in there, um i would almost i would almost rather see it be a hey, there's a minimum floor like the president's gonna make it's gonna be a full time job, the minimum floor is going to be eighty five thousand dollars a year okay say you have somebody that gets elected that has lots of experience like lots of business experience they're coming in uh, and they're bringing a lot to the table and they're worth one hundred twenty thousand dollars a year okay give them that like if that if they're qualified for it then give them that uh if they're if it's jeff that's coming oh i'll just use myself if i'm coming in i have all my career experiences as a self-employed pistol smith and i've got 10 years in the sport like i don't have i don't have any experience uh being running a non-profit well then paying me i they don't why would you pay me one hundred twenty thousand dollars a year whereas if you had somebody that they've run three non-profits and done them successfully in the past
2: are you kidding uh, you you've gotten people to give you thousands of dollars for antique pistols that you've had to work on for them
1: that's true you should get extra that is true. Uh, I probably should, um, but then, but then have bonus structures. I mean, you could you can have bonus structures in it, uh, and I, I'm okay with that. I think you need to be careful. I think that was part of where we got with our with Foley is that the bonus structure was on member numbers, is my understanding, and so then his main focus became let's get these member numbers up because then I'm going to get a big bonus for it, uh, and like maybe there should be some member status like how is the member
2: satisfaction uh with
1: the sport and maybe some of your bonuses based off that what
2: well, is what one of the core functions of the president is nationals yeah so maybe you have a survey after nationals and say what's the member satisfaction of you know, people who shot nationals what's your satisfaction with it if it's really good then maybe there's a bonus for the president if it's really bad then nothing
1: Absolutely. I mean, I I think that's a great idea. Like, hey, we're going to give if the president gets gets uh, a 90 percent support of his job here at Nationals, he's going to get a $10,000 bonus at the end of the year. So and you that shot Nationals, y'all get to vote on that. Uh, That president would be very motivated to make that Nationals awesome.
2: Yeah,
1: like 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 I, I would I would be willing to bet that'd be one of the better Nationals we've ever shot if that was on the line uh and uspsa has the money to do that so do it like why not like that like to me like like things like that are like are, like why don't we do stuff like that i don't understand uh it's it's i don't know it's weird um so yeah the, i i think i think we are probably all mostly equally frustrated with the board as and the the massive bylaw changes to the bylaw, the lack of of having a, a a president in place, an elected president in place. Um at this point, I don't know how far we are removed from when Foley was removed, but it's yeah. a long it's been a while. Uh
0: but it's it's definitely, you know, kind of like we touched on earlier, it makes people not want to be involved here when and this kind of stuff that seems so shady is going on. And even for someone like myself, I'm pretty invested in this sport. Um and every year I invest more in this sport. I invest my time in this podcast. I invest money in traveling to matches. Uh, I invest a lot here. If it if it gets this shady, like why why would I keep doing this? Um yeah. I will quit. I will one hundred percent quit uh i'm not uh i'm not above that like my identity isn't isn't tied to this i don't need this i do this for fun uh but if it's not fun and and they're gonna make it miserable and you know and be the way that they are being i'll be gone i'm not sticking around for it
1: yeah and i think that's there's a lot of people that will relate to that sentiment uh and I think that's where a lot of frustrations where a lot of people are coming from is they are they are afraid that they're not just they're not just mad that the sport's not going the way they want. They're afraid that the sport is going to go away like this is just going to be destroyed uh, yeah. because of because of how it's being run yeah. right now.
0: And then, you know, making making the, the president and everybody answer to the board and then making it difficult to change anything with these new bylaws with the the three-quarter majority and everything like we can get it done right we can get it done over the next few to several years but the the sport will be handicapped until that can happen right Mm -hmm. so for the next what four years or something we're handicapped that that's plenty of time for the thing to
1: die yep yeah like i'll say this like i if if other people, other qualified people are going to run, which I know of, I know of two in two different areas for sure. Uh, the city current sitting board members, I don't see them keeping their seats at the next elections.
0: Yeah, I don't either. But you know, this thing could crumble quite a right. ways.
1: Right. Yeah. They're. It, yeah, it could be. It could be irrevocably damaged by that time um but i i definitely would if the board members are wanting to stay board members they're not showing they're not making that very evident that they want to stay in their positions from from where i'm sitting at least uh, i don't i don't see how they're going to keep their their spots unless just nobody in their areas wants to run yeah i'm almost surprised
0: there wasn't some sort of change making it more difficult to run for area director honestly
1: well they did i mean like they you have to be a life member right what, what was it? that gum sasquatch sneezes and it's like the world hears it uh you have to be like a, a life member prior to running is that right for area director
2: yeah i think you used to just have to be life if you were elected
1: yeah which is like i mean it, i like i don't know i find that it's like, what's the point of that? Like, I don't, I don't understand the, uh, the comp, the, they get more money on yearly memberships, like per year, because a life is what five hundred bucks.
2: Man, they, they'll make more off life because most people are in and out of the sport within five years.
1: Well, yeah, but the person running for area director is not gonna be. I mean, I guess maybe if they lose the election, maybe they'd be out of the sport. I'm, her, I'm
0: sure the the principle of the matter was just having someone who was you know that dedicated that enough to. Uh,
2: yeah, I, well, I think it was to make sure that they were remained a member through their entire term. Is the idea?
0: Really? Just hmm. <laughs> <laughs> just gonna let it lapse. Right. Uh, I'm a director, but not a member. Right. Uh, you would you would think a membership, yep. like if you got elected, they would be like okay we'll go ahead and include your membership with since you have yeah. this
1: position right like you like i mean like the area director is a volunteer position like like i would think yeah you just get a free member you get a free life membership if you get elected as area director because you're donating all your time to the yeah. sport to do that so uh, that, that's why i tend
0: to think it it was a like a principle of the matter like Someone that shows a little bit of dedication to it, or something.
1: Yeah, I, I guess I don't know it. I found it. I found it a little strange to me. Um, yeah,
0: yeah, very strange, very weird, very frustrating. Uh, I got a question for you guys here. Let's hear it. Are we wait? Are we done talking about this? I, I, could be done. I'm done. I'm done. Okay. Sasquatch <laughs> be was done. done twenty minutes ago. I, I have been. <laughs> I have been very disconnected on, on this topic just cause it's so frustrating. Yeah, I agree. Um, but if you are frustrated as well, contact your area director, um, show some support for the area directors that you do support or the ones that you want to get elected. So,
1: you know, don't
0: lay by the side and do nothing if you do care about the sport.
1: Yeah, do contact them your message will get thrown in the trash and they will disregard it completely but go ahead and contact them that way you can say that you did
2: right yeah ncc read pistolsmithing at gmail.com there you go
1: that's
2: fine yes
1: okay oh oh, wait hold on hold on hold on before (sighs) we finish it before we finish this the one comment i want to make is that i have not heard anybody other than an area director come out like that wasn't mad about all of this like so like if there's somebody out there that's like yes i love the fact that they have not that they're making all these changes to the bylaws and that they're neutering the president's position like i love like i think that's great for the sport like i have heard as i have heard zero people make that statement so if you are one of those persons i'd love to hear from you because i would just I would like to hear if there is anybody in that camp because like, I have not seen or heard that anywhere. Uh, so if you're of the other side, I'd like to hear from you.
0: I think I saw a comment from somebody that was a yes man.
1: Really?
0: Um, yeah, it, it wasn't a like, I'm in favor of this change and this change and this change. It was just a <laughs> like, screw the howler monkeys and just keep doing what you're doing kind of comment right uh it was it was one of those it was it was a supporter of of somebody who was on the bod i'm sure but yeah it was just kind of a keep doing what you're doing and ignore the haters kind of deal um but yeah i have seen a comment or two of those types uh okay so we got uh our short little or our small community of discordians I think there's, like, five of us in here.
2: Oh, I should join.
0: Oh, you can't. It's locked up. Oh, it's a darn. tight club. You can only get
1: in on special occasions. But, um, darn. <laughs> we should probably keep Sasquatch out, quite frankly. <laughs> Are you
0: really not in here, Sasquatch? No.
1: Son of a bitch. Of course he's not.
0: Okay. Well, we have a thread on here for questions not Discussion, just questions. So we'll just do maybe one or two in here. Uh, Let me find one that would be kind of short, you know. Uh, How's this one? What's your favorite grip enhancer?
2: Okay, I'll go first. I like the double alpha grip enhancer, I think it's the exact same stuff as the pro grip but the container is a little more convenient oh interesting. how so well the uh that weird pop-up lid that the old program bottles had on it yeah never seemed to work very well
0: oh, okay so what is the
2: just like a normal flip cap like shampoo or something would have on it
0: okay is it less tacky than other ones
2: uh, I don't know how you describe it. It's like, it it dries quickly. It's like the same stuff as Pro Grip.
1: Okay, all right, Jeremy. Uh, I just use Progrip, Um, the the one that comes in the phallic bottle. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, I I'm I'm sure that that stuff could be like made like you could probably make it like for way way cheap because i don't think there's i don't think it's like i think there's like only a couple ingredients in it like i think you could probably figure out and make it way cheaper um but i just buy that i don't i don't run through it all that quick even though i use it like every time i shoot I, i use it but i don't i don't run through it all that much so i just that's what i use i don't like the um The spray the the pro grip spray i don't like so much uh so i like the gel um i've tried others i've tried other stuff um but the the reason for me for using pro grip which is it's a little overly tacky like i almost wish it was a little just slightly less tacky but but if you're in humid conditions talladega uh florida places like that like I can get basically the same grip conditions with Pro Grip that I can with it when I'm in the desert where I live, basically. Yeah, uh, so that's yeah. that's why I use it.
0: If we had a Hit Factor branded grip enhancer, would you use it?
1: If it was good. If it was good. Man. So there's some there's some other there's some other grip enhancers out there that are I'm not gonna like listening by my name there's some that like they they dry your hands but they make your hands just kind of chalky um and they almost they they dry your hands they almost make them slicker uh i i i haven't been in favor of i haven't liked those personally um, which
0: one's that i want that one
1: uh so you might like um is it champ it's actually I, I was given to it by a a World Shoot team member from the Philippines. Champ Is it like the white looking bottle? Uh Probably I don't know. White. Is it phallic? No. 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 Oh. It's like champ champ Probably grip enhancer, like champ champ grip or champion grip or something like that. Um you might yeah, would have liked it.
0: Yeah, maybe. Um I use rosin chalk, yeah. I don't use any of the the squirty kinds the liquid kinds Um, and it's because of the tackiness like I can't stand it I can't get used to it Um, I started with the the rosin stuff it's just like in a little shaker like a salt shaker kind of you like twist the top and it like comes out like baby powder almost Um, but it's it's a ground-up rosin powder and it's only stabbed me in the back once at a match where, cause if it rains, like you are royally screwed. Okay, uh, like your hands get slimy, like, <laughs> like yep. really bad. Uh, so I actually do usually carry some like some sort of liquid pro grip because, like in the wet, when it's really wet, like nobody's shooting super awesome if it's if it's wet out, right? Uh, like you just, it impedes your vision and your grip and grabbing magazines. Like everything kind of sucks if you're shooting in the rain. Um, so I kind of go off of that. It's like, and I don't really practice with pro grip, but I know if it's raining, I'm not going to suck that much worse than everybody else in the rain, uh, using a grip enhancer that I don't normally use. Uh, and it's going to be way better than trying to use my freaking rosin powder and just get my hands all slimy. Um, but yeah, normally I just use the, the rosin the ground up rosin powder and I get it on Amazon. Yeah, it's just the little little salt shaker bottles. I think it's like seven or eight bucks a bottle. I usually go through like three a year maybe. Uh, yeah, but I use it for dry fire, live fire, matches, everything. Did you have you ever tried liquid grip?
1: It comes like a blue and black bottle uh maybe i don't know
2: i've tried like seven them. i've tried it too lotion he didn't like it
1: yeah i I didn't like the liquid grip i mean it was it was okay for practice um but it sounds like something jeff might like that's like the one it's like way more chalky
0: right like it's way more
1: white yeah
0: yeah that was one of the ones that i would prefer more i did carry some of that for a while Uh, but yeah that's me i don't normally use liquid grip enhancers though i was thinking about trying it again this year trying to get used to used to it for that reason that jeremy said is that he can recreate uh the same grip conditions no matter where he's at you know in the country which is harder to do with the powder uh because yeah. if it's if it's you know if it's very dry it's easy uh, but if you're like you know, shooting in Oklahoma in the summer, you got to use a lot of it to try to get your hands dry. Like, you got to yeah. use a lot. And it's a mess. I get it on everything. I usually feel bad when I'm putting it on around people because I'm just like,
1: <laughs> it's
0: just like a <laughs> so cloud, bad. cloud around me. Uh, but it's what I've always used. And so I keep using it.
1: Yeah. It's terrible.
0: Yeah, that's what i that's what I have used. I don't know, I just can't get used to the the tackiness, man, of the like how do you adjust when you like miss a grip on a draw? Like, you can't move your hand.
1: You don't miss. You don't miss. I,
0: I don't believe that about either one of you.
1: Well, that's the I mean that's like but you tr- you try to not miss. Uh but I also so I my right hand I don't put it like on the palm of my right hand i so i try i i mostly on my right hand i mostly only want it on the back of my right hand and maybe a little bit on my fingertips but i try to have it not be on the palm because so then my palm doesn't my palm can move on the on the gun whenever i go whenever i go to draw the gun if that makes sense
2: so i put it on my palm but i keep it off the inside of my fingers on my right hand
0: yeah, so I think that's the secret with with the liquid grip enhancers is like you got to have a method for your your application. Like with with my powder stuff, like I just completely cover both my hands. Like yeah. Like all the way yeah, up we've my wrists. Yeah, we yeah, all the way up, dude. <laughs> I just
1: like freaking cover oh. them, right? And that's how I love it. Um Have but- you tried the Pro Grip spray? No. Because it's less tacky than the lotion. Or maybe I did try it and gave it away. I don't know. So you might want, I mean, you might, like, if, you, if you're if you planning on messing with it again, you might want to try with the spray. Uh, and it's also a little bit easier to, to put in specific spots because you can, like, you just squirt it on, <laughs> like, you just spray it on and then let it dry without having to touch it. Whereas the lotion, it comes out in, like, a glob and then you have to kind of spread it. So the spray might be, that might be something for you to try if you, if you haven't. Wasn't it,
0: isn't it Tyler Turner that made his own grip enhancer? He just
1: like got chalk and then and then like put the, the gel with it and stuff. That would not surprise me one bit uh, if he did. That seems uh, like
0: that seems like a fantastic idea. If you could just like, because you could uh, you could make it the consistency that you want and like super chalky.
1: Yeah, I mean yeah. I like I, I think it's I think it's fairly doable. Like I don't think it's that hard to do. Um, yeah. Yeah. I just haven't messed with it. So mm. and you could probably do it for much more economically, so I know that like you could probably like with with all those uh crypto miners, you got probably like a half <laughs> half a day worth of mining would pay for a year's supply of the stuff if you wanted to make it yourself.
0: Right, yeah. Yeah, for for the YouTubes. These are my crypto miners back here. Right here. Should I start a whole new YouTube channel just for my crypto mining?
2: Oh yes, tell us all about it.
1: Please, I I can only imagine how much how many followers you would have talking about the the your crypto mining. Tens and twenties.
0: So many. No, that would take too much time. This is gonna take too much time. All right. That's all I got. That's all the that's all we're going to do. That's an hour. That's a good stopping point. We thoroughly talked about grip enhancers.
2: I so think I'm so.
1: Pretty good about it. Uh okay, to end the podcast, one New Year's resolution. Did, did you guys have any sort of, it, it can be, it doesn't have to be involved with the sport at all. I didn't make any. Made zero.
0: I want to mine a shitload of crypto. (laughs) And uh, I want to completely embarrass and decimate Jared and Jeremy and shooting this year. And just live life to the fullest. There you go
2: wow how about you what are your <laughs> new year resolutions
1: uh i my my biggest probably my biggest news resolution is uh well i've got to get in shape for my mule deer hunt so like i'm trying to like just stay completely on top of that like not like ever go lax on on fitness at all so i'm trying to to stay working hard towards that but really my biggest one is it's not really shooting related but like I'm trying to make my Sundays to just like I'm not doing any sort of work of any kind on Sundays, so like they're just for if I want to go shoot, have fun, I can do that, like hang out with family, uh take the kids to do something like go to church yeah. like that's that's what my Sundays are for uh not not so that means I gotta be productive the other six days of the week uh so that's gonna be a tough part
0: that's a lot of pressure
1: that is. It is, but I think oh. it'll be good if I can do it. Squatch. No, Squatch doesn't have any. I didn't make oh.
0: any. Oh, I got one more. I want to get this app rolled out. I want to do that.
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: That's that's my other thing.
1: Which I you're got, you're getting close to that though, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm just motivation is
1: waning, but trying. Uh, One other thing, so is it the Ozarks match? Is that the match we were trying to go to in March?
2: Oh, yeah, we talked about it.
1: Ozarks Classic. So the Ozarks Classic, I don't know if anybody listens to this like is involved with that. (laughs) (coughs) I emailed the, like, I got an email saying, if you want to help work the match, reply to this email. And so I replied to that email saying, hey, like the Hit Factor guys, like all three of us would like to ro a stage if we can for the match and i got no res- i got no response at all so that, i don't know if they were no <laughs> i mean no jeremy <laughs> that's i mean that may be what that well maybe what that means is they're just like uh yeah please stay away and that's <laughs> that's totally fair uh um, I, I would have preferred that they actually like just tell me yeah no we're full we don't want your help uh then i then i'm not left in limbo but so like if there is somebody that like I mean i think it'd be fun if we could go because we wanted to come like our like all three of us ro a stage together and then i don't know like give a hat away like if we have hats made by then or shirts or something made like give a shirt away per squad or something like that just
0: yeah something fun
1: yeah something fun because it'd be kind of fun just to do uh
0: give back a little because all we do is take take take
1: yeah exactly um <laughs> That's exactly right. We're we're just tankers.
2: Yes, I would not be opposed to that because March is early enough in the season I'm not too concerned with shooting, so working a match does not bother me.
1: Yeah. So, if yeah. there's any listeners that are involved with that match and they they don't hate us, then like we would we'd be willing to help out. If you do hate us, that's that's understandable. <sighs>
0: He's just saying that publicly. If you reply to the email, he's gonna he's gonna delete it.
1: <laughs> probably not. I may I may screenshot it, like throw it on throw it on social media. Like, hey, yeah. we got we know we got haters out there. You're gonna reply. He's gonna delete it, and he's gonna get on here on
0: the next episode, and he's gonna be like, "No one will freaking reply to me, That's guys." Right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> probably, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. All right. Are you
2: done? Are you done? I'm done.
1: I'm done. You better be. Cause I'm
2: stopping recording right now.